Oh, well, there you go. Well, there you go. Okay. Fuck FanDuel. Fuck betting. What happened? I, I was, thought you were winning. I was up uh, like 170 bucks earlier this week. Yeah. And I don't know. Today, it just wasn't going well. And then I started really acting impulsively and just making these bets. Betting. Uh-oh. Betting like the third inning on three different games that no teams would score. I was like, no, no one's going to score. And I'm going to win $115 right now. And I'm going to make up all the money that I lost. And then <laughs> then some fucking idiot from like the Detroit Lions would come up and hit a home run. I was like, who the fuck are you? Uh, whenever I need you to get hits, you, you know, you don't. You're a, you're a piece of garbage that gets paid millions of dollars a year. And then... When there's somebody who's got a uh, hundred dollars on the line because it means something to them, while you roll around in your fucking millions, you're gonna come up and hit a home run. Oh God! Should not bet. I think of the people listening. <laughs> should not be gambling. I think of the people listening to this who uh, do actually gamble and put like a hundred dollars down as one bet, and maybe a thousand dollars down as one bet. Here I am dabbling in five and ten dollar bets and i make one twenty dollar bet when i get desperate yeah and you go crazy on the people playing when they're they have no idea what you're doing it has nothing to do with you yeah well that's the that's a sign of being neurotic it's a form of neurosis yeah so neurotic it's like if a train is late so much if a train is late I get really angry. This is a whole this is a whole archetype that's been diagnosed and dissected. Yeah. It's like that train's going to affect a lot of people and there could be many reasons it was late. It's like fuck you, I don't give a shit. I had a place to be. So this player, this Detroit Tiger. What is he? Yeah, he's sleeping well tonight. Going into the All-Star break. Clearly not on the team because he's not good enough. So he's got a nice three-day break. He's going to be sleeping in his 10,000-count sheets while I struggle to get by. At $100, $108.72. That would have only gotten me back to where I was. Yeah. But it, it's gone into the wind, just like that idiot's home run. Ooh, look at me trotting around the back. I did good. Uh, pat me on the back. I get $100,000 per at bat, even when I strike out. I hit a home run. You should tell me I'm good. Come on, rest of the players. Pat my butt. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Your name cut out for a second, so you should say it again. Oh. In case. Okay, ready? My name is Autumn Fisher. It happened again. My name is Autumn Fisher. Okay, there you go. There's a, there's a name in the clear, so if somebody's listening for the first time, they'll know who you are. And then they'll finally, st- then they'll stick around. They'll say, I, if I didn't know, finally, who that, I feel if, known. if I didn't know who that host was, I wouldn't have stuck around. I would have gone to listen right. to the gossip podcast. That was so popular where, Ooh. where somebody takes a piece of gossip and then they, they talk about it and they have that person on. That's all I know. I know there was a, a podcast that was the premises and the premise. Oh, what did I say? You said the premises. What is that? <laughs> the premises is premises a, is like grounds, it's like a location. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the premise. <laughs> Whatever. I've been staring. Whatever. I've been staring at 
fucking baseball. I'm not going to talk about this for anyone. Uh, worried. I already ranted in the pre-show. I'm not going to continue on. But I really, over the past week since we did the last episode, I've been staring at fucking baseball numbers. It is not good for me. If this was something I did no. constantly, my my relationship would not last. I don't know what my <laughs> life would become. But it's, it's like I, I was obsessing over it. I, I play, not only placed the bets, I got MLB TV and I was flipping through the games, watching at bats for games like San Francisco, Colorado. It's like, who the fuck cares? I was like, I need this person on this team to have a hit. So I would follow uh, the box scores and see when that person was coming up to bat and I'd click to the game. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. And then today, I just, after I was done watching, I've just been drifting off to sleep. I just feel exhausted. Mm. So, premises. That was the premise of the show. <laughs> it became a very popular show, so I hear. And oh. then the next season, people hated it because I think it went to the host's heads. And then they started okay. doing... Uh, more stuff just about themselves and got away from the point of the show, which, you know, I can't shit on too much because what the hell is this show? If not, just talk oh, about ourselves. the show has been that. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think they became self-important, like, oh, people love us. Right. We're absolutely exactly. amazing. Okay. And that doesn't exist here. That's been established many no. times over the course of the few years. I don't think that anyone loves me. Oh, I disagree. I know people love me. And I don't mean that in a conceited way, but I don't feel like people don't love me. Anytime I see that, that people, like I'm a piece of shit, you well, know, anytime I see that people listen to the show, what the fuck? What are you doing listening <laughs> to this? But then I also simultaneously get mad that more people aren't listening. Yeah, you're it's really hard. It must be so hard to be so neurotic. Yeah. You can't enjoy it. <laughs> who claimed like that it, you, it, it makes things it makes life hard to enjoy you're just you're just figuring this out a little this is yeah. just this is just coming to light mm, no i'm just putting it to words and to you when have i exuded uh enjoyment when <laughs> when has it's like yes well because you're also such you're, like you're so romantic about a lot of things and you you hold sentimental things to such a high value it's like you do and you do have like this deep richness to you but then just the day-to-day -day living stuff seems so difficult yeah maybe because none of that stuff can exist and it has to be created in fantasy what stuff can't exist the, the, the uh the sweetness <laughs> the sweetness that i Put on a pedestal yeah. that I fantasize about can't exist in this spiral of an existence. Anyway, fuck that. Fuck that. Who cares? Um, okay. What uh, What were we supposed to be talking about? <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't really have a topic. I talked about seeing two movies. I saw two kids movies. I don't go see movies anymore, hardly at all. And I went to see two children's movies recently. Which is a shame because... There are so many great movies. Are there? Yeah, there's uh, really? so many coming out. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Barbie. I heard that's kind of funny. It's Elf. I bet you it's fun. I feel like Barbie's Elf because I saw a trailer. <gasps> I loved Elf. I saw a trailer and Will Ferrell's involved somehow. I saw a trailer that uh, what, the early trailers of Barbie were just set in that weird fantasy Barbie land where everything aesthetically uh -huh. was pink and cartoonish and then a newer trailer revealed some plot points and showed that barbie was in the real world and mm -hmm. the big bad toy makers uh, i don't know they wanted to catch barbie for some reason the point oh, is yeah point is it felt it felt very elf so that's coming out you've got mission impossible where tom cruise does all his own stunts <laughs> He can't stand the fact that he's aging, so he pushes himself more and more and does crazier and crazier stunts himself. 
Like apparently with this movie, I was I I saw the first Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. You ever see any of them? I think I've seen one. Oh, oh yeah, one. Is is there a Mission Impossible where there's like they're they're in like a a an automated like car garage? I wouldn't know because I've only seen one, the first one. Okay, I don't even I think how... I've seen. I think that's one. I mean, that might be a James Bond. The first one came out. I think was it the summer before I went to high school? That's how long oh. the series has been going on, and I guess people like it, and I can appreciate the stunts, similar to Top Gun, and how how most of that was shot practically. And nineteen ninety six. Yeah, ninety six. Yeah. So I I read that with this Mission Impossible, the big stunt where he rides this motorcycle off of a cliff. And then parachutes, and that's the first thing they shot, because. Oh wow! Really? If he got, it was Tom Cruise's idea. If he got hurt or died, he'd say, "At least we knew there was no movie at that point, and we wouldn't have spent a bunch of money shooting other stuff. So we may as well do that first. I like, mean, he's nothing if not, you know, <laughs> practical. It's a it's a shame that he's got that weird Scientology connection, because. <sighs> well. All, all of this, like all of that sort of uh, intensity and um, this, as much as I think that he's saved Hollywood in a lot of ways, you know, by by making movies with actual stunts. I think that's really interesting. And I, I like that for I think that's a good thing. But don't you think some of all of this like um, thrill seeking and needing to go up to the next, the higher level, the higher level is like, that's a alcoholism thing. Not alcohol, but like a, some sort of addiction something that he's focusing like a laser, all of those maybe feelings that he would put toward an addiction into something that's, you know, not harmful, but maybe could kill him still. He takes making movies very seriously. There was that whole rant that came out when they went back to filming right. after during COVID, COVID, during COVID, yeah, and was an after. Because COVID's around forever. Deal with it. <laughs> right, whatever. So during COVID, and he wasn't wrong because people were, no. whether or not you bought into having to wear masks or not, it was mandated. And they could have shut down a whole fucking production. And he sees people not wearing masks. And knows that there's a lot of jobs at stake, the movies at stake. So he's not out of line when it comes to that. And I think that right. he's one of the last remaining movie stars. You can argue his star power. I think after the latest Top Gun, uh, he brightened. If he was a fading star, at least was reignited for a bit. And you know what you're going to get with him. And while Mission Impossible and even Top Gun was intellectual property like people it was a sequel top gun but it was so long after the first one and mission impossible i don't know if mission impossible ever really had the pull because it was mission impossible i think it was because what the movies did and i, I think, think in 96 it might have had more of an association with the original series but now it's just its own thing i thought it was a joke in 96 i say what the fuck a movie over that dumb <laughs> tv show Which... no the joke was get smart uh, they did that movie too with what's they his name? did Steve Carell and Big Eyes. Well, that's a shame. They shouldn't have done that. Oh yeah, that shouldn't have happened at all. Oh, uh, you know what else shouldn't have happened is Inspector Gadget. I don't even that happened. Yes, with what's his name with Ferris Bueller. What's that guy's name? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? I can't remember. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I can't remember. I know. I don't either. Why can't we remember his name? Oh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I'm not doing that thing where I say I don't remember a name. I didn't think, I didn't think you were doing that thing. Or get a name wrong on purpose just to <laughs> prove something to somebody, somebody somewhere. No, because you would call know. him Math Pew Broad Dick. <laughs> That's actually very good. You're right. Thank you. I probably would have come up with that. If I thought about it, 
Not on the fly. Yeah. I'm not good with wordplay on the fly. Oh. I, I have to sit there and think about it, and it's a constipation. It's like you really got to force it out. Cameron Fry is played by Alan Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> I do that mostly with sports, with the teams, with the teams, and then the players. And my friend Matt and I, during the NBA finals several years ago, really the whole playoffs, we would just text each other variations of the players' names, and it was fun. I enjoyed. It sounds like a blast. I'm into it. I enjoyed doing that. Uh, just to wrap up the Tom Cruise thing, I think that he takes it very seriously. Sure, why is he pushing himself at this point? Uh, I still feel as though it's he's getting older. He's one of the last remaining stars. It's this weird concoction of things that comes together and uh, driving whoever this man is. And if he didn't have that Scientology connection, right, he'd be like, hey, he's pretty cool. Because now it's like, eh, Tom Cruise. And, and the jumping on the couch, it's amazing how that fucking thing has stuck with him. I guess it was just so weird when he was dating Katie Holmes and he went on Oprah yeah. and jumped on the couch. It's a, we've all done dumb fucking things. But that is something that has not left people's brains. Well, I think it's. It's just it didn't sit right. You know, as as humans, we are able to sort of suss out things that make sense and things that especially things that don't make sense. And the way that he behaved. Like if Charlie Sheen did it, oh, or if um Tommy Lee did it, then that would make that would at least jive more with their personalities and who they were and like drugs and partying and stuff. But with him we know he doesn't do any of that and he was acting so manic and part of you wants to believe that it's like well maybe they're actually just are really in love and maybe he's this is just him but all of that sort of mental gymnastics to go around like mm, something ain't right it did feel forced like look at me look at me i'm like a child so in love like i don't think it's, it didn't feel forced to me it just seemed like this this is um, not a normal reaction that people have. <laughs> this is not normal behavior. I read it. I mean, I guess I don't know if I've ever even seen the clip. I obviously have because. But it, I don't know. I didn't see it in real time. Who knows where the fuck I saw it in my mm. mind? I guess I always thought of it as something that he just did. And maybe it was a choice he made before he went out. It wasn't spur of the moment. He's like, I'm going to jump on the couch and talk about how in love I am. I am. Oh, I think he was just so excited. All right. Well, then, yes, that's a strange reaction either way. So that's what he's going to you know, be known for. Oh, yeah he, uh, yeah. he did a lot of movies and all those stunts. And you know, he, he worked to save the movie industry as it was shifting to superheroes and CGI. He oh, was just cartoons. It's so bad. He was trying to protect something and. That's cool, but remember that time he jumped on the fucking couch? <laughs> well, and remember all that, all those times when he, like, had kids and then he shunned his kids because his wife didn't, like, every kid he's had, he has had to shun them because they don't want to be Scientologists anymore and shit. Yeah, they had to, like, sneak out in the yeah. middle of the night. She had to run far away. Oh yeah, that guy. Cool. I remember cool guy. him. You mentioned Tommy. Cool. You mentioned Tommy Lee, and I was thinking of Tommy Lee Jones doing it because we were talking about <laughs> movie people, and so I didn't know how Tommy Lee, the drummer, came into play jumping up and down on a couch. Is that something he would do? That's a nerdy thing to do. That guy was cool. Tommy Lee, no, but he was so manic and weird, you know, like and how like <laughs> he is about you know. Didn't you ever watch the 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 porn tape that they did? Nah, no. Yeah, he's like a goofball. I just saw that. I could see I could see him being like on some coke and doing that. I just saw the clip where he honked the boat horn with his penis. Yeah. That's, I saw that part, but I didn't care about the whole movie. It's goof. Because <laughs> it wasn't it's more than just a sex tape, right? They were like documenting their lives. They didn't care. Yeah. I guess that was big news at the time. So uh, what else are you missing? Because you don't go to the movies. The Flash. What's the Flash? The Flash. Keaton came back as Batman. Oh, that's right. But doesn't he sound exactly like uh, 
Chris, what's his name? The, uh, Bale? I believe in justice. Yeah, Christian Bale. I believe in justice. No, he just sounded like Batman sounded when he was Batman. But that Because the, every time I, I saw a clip, it was like, I'm Batman. I, <laughs> I don't think it was, it was that harsh. Okay, good. The movie itself, nobody gives a shit about. That thing flopped. I feel like. What is the Flash? It was the that's the comic book fast runner. He runs fast. Oh, he's fast. And he oh. can travel through time. But Ezra Miller, oh. they had all. Oh this. right, and he was naughty. What did he do? He like kidnapped somebody, and then they were in a cult or something. Yeah, and he strangled someone on uh, Yikes, video true. and drove him to the ground. Jesus there Christ. was weird behavior, and then they claimed that there were mental issues, and they were taking care of those. And okay. if that's the, if that's the truth, if that's really what's happening, maybe you shouldn't hold it against a person. Like, hey, look, I've been going through some shit, and I don't know what the fuck's going yeah. on or why I'm acting like this. But I think that movie in general that contributed to it. People are tired of superhero films to an extent, and especially because this one played in the multiverse and. You know, Spider-Man did it a year and a half ago where they brought back all the Spider-Men. Yeah. And then you've got the cartoon, which is really good in many ways. It, mm -hmm. Talking about CGI and how we're all getting sick of it. The Flash of CGI was absolute trash. And there were scenes where uh, he was watching all these different scenarios play out because he was traveling through time. And instead of like filming the characters and having these scenes, it, it, they looked like video game characters, but it felt like a yeah. choice. It didn't even feel like it was something. There was other bad CGI, but this felt like the director made the choice. Like, you know what? Oh, like this is how he envisions. This is what this what this traveling through time may look like. Yeah, his dad was Burger from Sex in the City. <gasps> oh no! Wait, is he, does he play a bad guy? No, he was just his dad. Oh, okay. But you see him, different versions. So you got Grand Theft Auto version of Burger popping up. And then and then they bring back, at the end, all these different variations of Superman and, and, mm -hmm. and Batman. And they show the okay. Adam West Batman. And they show... Uh, Why? Nick Cage. Why are they doing that? They show Nick Cage because the, the multiverses were colliding on one another oh, okay look i don't mind that that was whatever that was fine it's it's mm -hmm. fun to see that so no, you saw the flash yeah i go see okay almost everything because i have the regal pass so if you're paying 24 dollars a month may as well go see things sure yeah and i was somewhat interested in it i i wasn't invested and i think that's why i didn't care that much some people are really down on it and i think it was fine whatever like they're disappointed like they wanted it to be something else that, and I think some people never even gave it a chance. So yes, there were the people who wanted to be something, I think were disappointed and other people had made up their minds just going into mm. it. But a lot of it does play into superhero fatigue. And I think you're getting away from, this movie actually had more emotional beats than a lot of the Marvel shit. Marvel's just become, this movie exists to set up the next movie. It's it. That's the only reason they're there. I'm going to see this thing so I can be sold the next movie. And right. they've gotten away from the like, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was really good because it stands alone. It didn't set shit up in any big way. Maybe there were some small threads that I don't even think because this, this movie existed just to wrap up Guardians of the Galaxy. And it was a very touching movie. And People are going to take to that. So really, it was just uh, a nice story that happened to be a Marvel film, not a fucking yeah, Marvel film with shit CGI. Yeah, I feel I feel like that specifically with Guardians of the Galaxy, because it seems like every other movie has a real shift between the scenes where it's the actual actors and then the scenes when it's their CGI like physics defying flipping around cartoon whatever like i heard that that wakanda what's it called that movie black panther the second one yeah black, talking about, or the first well, one i i heard that the first one was really good um except for the I final clip 
except for the final battle. Okay, well, I don't know, but the what I saw a clip of was really disappointing. I think it was the first one. It might be the second one. He's like riding on an, a rhinoceros or something. <laughs> I know there's so many of these things I can't remember. <laughs> well, either way, whether it was the first or the second one, it it just looked so shitty. Um, I was like, oh, never mind, I'm out. I think it happened with that uh, that trailer for the Star Wars, um, like uh, Rise of the Jedi or whatever, whatever the fuck. And she's like waiting, and there's like a big uh, 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 fighter pilot person like coming at her, and then she does like she's running towards it, and then she does this weird flip that's upside down that doesn't make any sense. Well, she used the force. Like, it was the force. I'm immediately out. I'm out. Well, you buy into the force, so you should have bought into that scene. I understand what you're saying. It was this was the real problem with uh, the Snyder films is mm. the physics were all off. The way people yes. moved was strange. The way the cameras moved. This is what and and you see this in a lot of movies. But I want the ca- if if you're going to defy physics or have weird uh, and strange movements happening on screen, I want the camera to still act as though it is subject to the laws of physics. And Zack Snyder has these floating cameras that zoom in three miles in the blink <laughs> of an eye. And I don't, I know that you're following the action, but it, uh-huh. it, I don't, I'd rather, I would prefer cuts as like, okay, we're far away now. We need to get close. Let's cut yeah. to close and then ha- let that action happen in there it becomes too fucking frantic it was like the shaky well, like, cam that was really popular for a while oh, in fight yeah. scenes well that yeah that was um what's his name that did star treks the new star trek abrams yeah. jj no not jj abrams um he did a mission impossible movie there you go his name is uh it was jj abrams no yes oh. with, with chris pine jj abrams who, who am i who's the one that who who made um the Transformers? Michael Bay. That's why I was so upset because Michael Bay is schlock versus at least J.J. Abrams. Like he didn't respect a lot of Star Trek stuff, but at least his movies were you know they they were really good. They were really well made. Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> I heard someone say that he was molested by an explosion. And that's why he has so many explosions in his movies. He has to like master <laughs> explosions. Did he do the latest Transformers? I don't even the the one with the apes, the beasts. Oh, Rise of the Beasts! Can you do a Transformer noise? It's really hard. Even if you try your best, it's real stupid. You should try. It goes like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Do you even know what that guy looks like? Michael Bay? How many directors no. do you really know what they look like? Cameron? Uh, yep. Spielberg? Yep. Yep. Uh, I know what J.J. Abrams looks like. I know what Wes Anderson looks like. Oh. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> I he looks like a dandy, a dandy fop. I hear the new Wes Anderson film is okay, pretty good. People like okay. the story. I think the biggest thing... It's with, always pleasant, if anything. It's never a bad Wes Anderson the, movie. I never leave them thinking, oh, well, I'm feeling something. I'm thinking about something. Mostly, it's it feels self-indulgent. I'm going mm. to do my style. I'm going to make my aesthetic and shove it down your fucking throat. Mm, now, wait. I don't know, because what about um, uh, I feel like the person that really has gone crazy with that is um, is um, Tim Burton, because Tim Burton's style was awesome and interesting. And then it was just like nothing. It was style over substance. Eventually. I don't feel like Wes Anderson's done that because I feel like his movies still have a lot of the same style but a consistent amount of substance that's fair i feel like nightmare before christmas 
because he was working on something else. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what he was. He on. wasn't really involved in that one. It was just like, no, he would just show up. He would just show up and say, no, right. no, fix it, <laughs> change it. And then he'd leave and he'd go back to whatever he was doing. I don't know if it was Batman at the time. Hmm. It was 93. But I, there's, it's similar. Those two in terms of their aesthetics and style and people are expecting this from me and I'm buying yeah. into my own legend. Well, yeah, when he did um when he did the Alice in Wonderlands and those were just awful. Just just gross to look at. Maybe they were actually kind of decent. I can't tell because I could not I could not stand to look at the screen. It was the same with um Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Or Willy Wonka or whatever the fuck the new one, the Johnny Depp one's called. The new one from 2000. Whatever it is. Six, yeah. four. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> it's just so gross. Everything's so gross. <laughs> His style, like. Tim Burton's style used to just be. um, Like kind of dark edged, you know, and um, little peaks into the 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 smooth surface that we try and create as a society but then the underneath like edward scissorhands style you know and then it just turned into i don't know i don't know what just gross speaking, plastic blackness <laughs> speaking of edward scissorhands and tom cruise he turned down that role because he asked how edward would wipe his butt and go to the bathroom and yeah they couldn't answer it so so he he said no thanks. He was a created person. He didn't maybe he didn't have bowels. He did. He ate. There's scenes of him eating. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's true. I think that's fair. That's a fair question. Sure. It's it, I I it to me it's a better story because he turned it down because of that. Yeah. There's always the question, even with normal people, like when 24 was on TV. It's like when does he go to the bathroom? How does he? <laughs> In 24 hours would take that long just to get through L.A. traffic. Ha 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 ha. Everyone had the same fucking observation and then they spit it out as though it was something original. And uh, if anything, the Internet was around then. But I think of the Internet now and how so many people think that they're absolutely the most interesting person in the world. So much so that they need to share everything about themselves with you. The internet should have shown that you're not, that there's certain buckets and all people fall into those buckets. Say there's five mm -hmm. different buckets and sure there's variations once you're in that bucket, but it's like, oh, there's five basic types of people. And I haven't thought this theory out enough to name what those five different types are, but <laughs> I, I could come up with it. Maybe I will sure. sit down and figure that out. And then you should feel a bit of humility and say, you know what? I ain't that special and I'm not going to go because the person who made the 24 joke. And that's why I said oh, the Internet was around. But I don't feel as though it was as prominent. And you probably could go see people writing their blogs on MySpace about Jack Bauer needing to take a dump and when does he do it and fine. But there was a bit more uh, shelter at that point. So you weren't completely aware that mm, you're not that original. You're not that funny. Yeah. Your thoughts and beliefs aren't that unique. I think there was a TikTok that I saw where it was someone you may be doing something that they were thinking was kind of something they did as a kid or something like that. And then it cut to the person who posted it saying, Oh, no, it's the person who like saw that and then are now reposting it and commenting on it. And they were like, they did the same thing. And they said, I realize I've never had an original experience in my entire life. Exactly. Because they thought they were like the only one who did that thing. But still, they're grasping for it. They want it so bad. So by being the person to point this out and posting the video, 
they're hoping that they're the original. I'm the first one, though, to. I don't know. You put a lot of your like we were talking about with your neuroses. You put the neuroses on those people when you just don't do just, it. Don't do it. No, no, don't because post nobody could. It could be like, isn't this wild? That because, yeah, it was like, yeah, I realized that, too, because when I saw that video, it wasn't that I necessarily used to do that thing, but it was. Yeah, I see stuff online all the time that I think, oh, shit, I thought that was just my life. But you take actually... that realization and you slink home. You don't make a fucking video and post it. Well, there's no harm in posting it. You're still the person doing wasn't the looking thing. at the camera like, isn't this wild? Like for more of me re- reacting to things I thought were this, you know. You're still, like, you're still doing the thing. What's the motivation to post it at that point, though? Well, to, to say, like, to express, like, isn't this wild? I've never, I thought that I was alone in this thing, and I'm not. Write an essay. Write <laughs> an essay. Yeah, do something a bit respectable. You why want, does that make, why is that more respectable than posting a video? A, because a it takes thought, video. it create. it takes structure, it, doesn't it takes need, maybe grasp doesn't need of language, it takes grasp of grammar, and sentence structure, it takes time. But maybe, maybe this doesn't require all that. It and maybe that effort. person doesn't feel that. Got it. Uh, the quick fix is what they want. Well, that's what it's for. That's what the what. That's the medium. That's like saying, like, I'm at the fair and I'm gonna get cotton candy. <gasps> Why don't you go to this place? It has so much more depth of flavor, and it's like, no, nah, I just want some cotton candy. We're at the point where something like law and order criminal intent is very structured and layered and you really need to pay attention. I don't think anyone would have talked about law and order like that previously, but in today's world, I don't think that show flies because Oh, you, because you have because you can't be on your phone at the same time? No, you have to be paying attention. Criminal intent was the one with D'Onofrio and okay. it's it's a bit of a different structure whereas SVU is a who done it usually. You don't know okay. who committed the crime. It's interesting to see the different ways they structure the shows. So you go in. I've never seen it. You go in, there's a, a crime committed, and then you, you're along for the ride with the detectives as they figure out that crime. With criminal intent, you know up front. They set it up. They set up, and this is the major case unit. So these have to be the worst of the worst crimes or the best of the best. These people aren't just your everyday crooks. Like okay. they, they've got these schemes that are complex and layered. So they set it up and you know who committed the crime. Then you're along for the ride with D'Onofrio, but you know something he doesn't know and you have to watch him as he figures it out and Marvel <laughs> and how he figures it out. And so Columbo kind of, I've never watched Columbo, but sure. Oh, that's exactly what Columbo is. Sure. But a show like that, is something that people couldn't watch these days. And I, I think when I say write an essay, it's like, hey, write something. Ain't going to show up in the New Yorker, but, but maybe you can get it published in your local Peoria uh, opinion section. <laughs> why are you putting the, uh, why is that necessarily what needs to happen in order for it to have merit? Yeah, because... I think that stuff's on the verge of extinction, and that's that's a shame. I think that thing has its place, and that's no, I great. don't think it has its place anymore because this has replaced it. No, nah, I think, I think what I what I think is happening is that you and I are merging out of the demo, and the demo is the younger generation. That younger generation will one day move out of the demo just like we did. And they'll look at the previous generation and say, ah, it's all going to shit. It's all being lost. I know. I, I think and about those that. people and the people behind us are going to like merge into like reading more books or whatever you're talking. You know what I mean? Like getting having deeper thoughts about life. It's not or going whatever. to exist. And not doing that right now. It's not going to be the books won't get won't exist. Yeah, exactly. See, don't don't turn into that. Don't get older and fall into the it's same It's not the trap same thing. I know what you're saying. Is. No, it's every not. Every single it's dude not. It's not. has fallen into the same shit. It's the not same the same thing. The same generation has done the one before them. Every single no, one. No, I don't grasp onto anything and say. Uh, no, you don't. But but you're going to judge the next generation of, of everything's. Uh, we're losing everything. You know, they're they don't know what they're doing. You're you're putting this you know, on me. This isn't what I'm saying, because when I talk about this, I still think of people our age. 
If anything, I give a pass to younger people because it is their world. I think of the pathetic people our age who are so desperate for some sort of relevance <laughs> as they're aging and it's slowly becoming uh, a reality that they aren't as special as they thought they were, that they're just digging in even more so instead of saying, you know what? It's done. It's okay. It doesn't fucking matter in the end. I'm okay with it. I'm going to focus elsewhere now. And well, what I was talking about in writing an essay, there is a fear that comes into that, uh, into my brain. It plays into that where if, and plenty of people in the past got into writing because they wanted to fucking be famous. They wanted to be known. Sure. I'm not saying that it was this pure thing where only thinkers showed up and they <laughs> put their thoughts on on the page, some of those people existed. Most of them weren't that. But I think there was at least a skill involved. And there's still a skill, I know, to make a good fucking TikTok video. Some people get creative with it and they get clever with it. And that's nice mm -hmm. to see. But doing something like sitting down and writing took more effort. And I feel as though as everything in the world becomes more disposable, TikTok fits into that. It's just what can I do to get my thought out in the easiest fucking way possible? Because that's yeah. what humans want to do ultimately. We got dishwashers so you don't have to hand wash dishes. That's fine. I don't want to go back and hand wash dishes. I did that for years because I didn't have a dishwasher living in New York. I would use one dish because I didn't want them to pile up. So you'd use the same plate. It's amazing. Right. I had a uh, the shelf full of uh, a whole set of dishes and bowls, and one got used. <laughs> sometimes I would sometimes I would feel bad for the bottom plate, and I'd say, "Okay, yeah. you know what? It's your turn. You're coming out." You're up. The other one would go. <laughs> That's nice of you. Maybe the plate didn't want to be used. Maybe it enjoyed not being used. So. Well, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think about this often. Nobody likes to feel irrelevant in, in, in our culture. As you age, that's seemingly what happens because everything is geared, geared towards younger people. And mm -hmm. everything that comes out, it's popular culture, is, well, it's it, less so. It still happens quite a bit, but less so. You think about Harrison Ford still doing Indiana Jones at yeah. 80 years old. So you got, you know, you still got things for people our age. And I guess the idea is, and people older, but I guess the idea is they've probably showed their kids this to people our age. And then their kids would be interested in it. But yeah, uh, I don't know. He wasn't disposable. Women are still disposable in cinema. It's like, eh, how many 80 year old? They did do the weird Brady movie. So. And they did the the, the Bra wait, what Brady movie? Uh, Eighty for Brady. Oh, so that's nice. I feel like women still are. But wasn't that kind of about like look at these old dusty old bones? <laughs> who want to like fuck feeling Tom sexual Brady? or whatever about a guy? I I didn't watch it. I would never watch it. I didn't it either because it was tied to the Super Bowl that the Falcons blew. I shouldn't care. Oh, that's that's the jumping on the couch moment for the Atlanta Falcons. It's like twenty eight to three. 28 to 3. Matt Ryan could have been a fucking hero. He could have walked around Atlanta and people would have kissed his gross, gretzen filled toes for the rest of his life. He could have secured that Super Bowl. But now he's just the guy who blew it, even though it wasn't totally his fault. As the quarterback, you carry the team on your shoulders. And like, yeah, okay. I would, I would fuck me if I were Matt Ryan. That would just come back and haunt me at random times. Like, oh god. Yeah, he's got to still feel like that, right? He's got. He's got to be like. He's got to still. Every once in a while, I'd be like. Bleh. I don't think he recovered from it. I thought he was a good, a good quarterback, and a lot of people were down on him. But I was always riding high with Matt Ryan. But the team in general, I feel like after that, like the next seasons, he just never came back. The team never came back. I think it just crushed you because you're, you're there. It's so hard to get there and you're there and you should win. Models project you win 98.9% mm -hmm. of the time and you fucking lose. 
just scald myself. But that was really the only reason why you didn't see that movie? I don't know. I wouldn't have seen it if it had nothing. That just drove me further away. I wouldn't <laughs> right. have seen it. The ABBA movies, those feature older ladies. Oh, yeah. Those were kind of, those were dumb. But they were cute and fun. I never need to see the first one again. Or I have no need or want to see any subsequent ones which i think was just the second one right there's no there wasn't three mm, yeah i think you're right but they had um yeah they were like fun and silly and the the saturation was blown out so it's fun to look at <laughs> like the first magic mic where the saturation is weird is the best way <laughs> yeah. I can describe it it's more yeah than... what is it's it's not just oversaturated right it's like It's something people look too orange or something. Yeah, it's not just saturation. It's yeah. uh, they shifted the color towards right orange. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know why the exposure. Right. Uh, the ex I mean, uh, the exposure. Something. The exposure was fine, I guess. But like, I mean, stuff like that makes things very pleasant. Yeah, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the breakup was like that, too, with Jennifer Aniston and uh, guy, tall guy. Yeah, the wedding crasher. Yeah. Yeah, real oversaturated, but <laughs> really fun to watch. That's the movie where Jennifer Aniston, like a, a set photo leaked where her boobs were out. Oh, yeah. Hey, Vincent D'Onofrio is in that movie. He plays the weirdest fucking brother. There's no reason why he needs to play that character so weird. But man, he is such a weird dude. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn and Vincent D'Onofrio. Fucking just. It's like he was. It's like when he played that cockroach guy from Men in Black. But. Fatter and not an alien. He acts so weird in that movie. Bum cigarettes off of me, D'Onofrio. Cool. We used, to, we used to smoke cigarettes and talk, and we have the same mole on our forehead. Really? Yeah, right in the center. It's kind of colorless. Uh, you guys talk about that? <laughs> no. But it's bonding. Like we have a lot in common. In my, in my mind, that's how I bonded with him. Cigarettes and having the same mole. And I was doing video stuff, and he... He didn't say he would give me a job, but he was like, hey, talk to this person. Because he, he had a production company. Maybe he still has the production company. Hmm. And he was, and It was the same thing I did with Electric Lady Studios, which is the studio where right. you know, Jimi Hendrix was building it, I think, when he died. And the guy running it was only a few years older than me. His name was Lee. And he said, you want to hang out? Someone's like, yeah, you would expect me. You'd expect me to want to hang out because you run Electric Lady. I'm not going to do it. Oh, yeah, D'Onofrio. Sure. Yeah. I just, that's why you think I'm smoking cigarettes with you? No. I'm hanging out because I just like hanging out and having a conversation, not because I want something from you. So I'll prove that. You didn't want anything. He offered it. Yeah, but following up on it shows mm. exactly what he thought. Neuroses. I'm not I'm the you, one not letting you live your life. <laughs> I'm the one who should be doing TikTok because I'm the unique one. How many other people yeah. turn Vincent D'Onofrio down? Oh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, Vincent. Yes, I would love to work no, for the production uh, somewhere company. Somewhere in between. Ooh, 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 like, oh my god, ooh. thank you Vincent D'Onofrio. That's cool of you. Preach. Cool. Ridiculous. Isn't it weird how Vincent D'Onofrio can look uh absolutely pretty handsome? And then other times just look like a fat fucking weird piece of shit. Like That's nasty. Dying. That's a nasty way to say it. You could have. <laughs> I'm just saying he can look really good and look really bad. And I don't understand how it's the same person. Could have phrased that a little more eloquently. Ugh. But I know what you're talking about. Yes. Thank and I you. Will agree. I don't mean it like I, I'm. he does it on purpose. 
So anyway, you know, we're getting like in- we're getting hold on, we're getting close to the end. And you didn't even okay. say the movies that you saw. We wasted this whole time. I want to go oh, back to right. uh, but quickly, why was Jennifer Aniston nude anyway if they weren't shooting her upper body naked for the movie if it wasn't they were, on screen? Her upper body. They weren't showing. Yeah, but the the some the still like the it wasn't seen on screen. She could right. have covered up her nipples, but not that she needed to, but I, I feel as though it was a thing then. And yes, it shouldn't have been released, and it's on the person who fucking released it. She should be able to walk around topless if she wanted. But I feel as though if you were concerned, you would have put in the effort to uh, to not even give the pervert, creep, asshole the opportunity to release the the picture. Hmm. Anyway, so you saw two kids' movies, and yep, they were the same, right? They were both. <laughs> They were they were both about water. They both had a lot of water. Uh, one was Elemental, and then the other was Teenage Kraken. Yeah, the Kraken's <laughs> name. Huh? Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Oh, right, yeah, Ruby Gilman. Which one did you Kraken. prefer out of those two? Um, the Kraken one. The other one, uh... Elemental was kind of interesting, but, uh, and it was cool. Like it was done really well. The animation was really, uh, neat, you know, because somebody is a fire and then she and a water person fall in love and they don't know how the, you know, it's like water is the enemy of fire. So there's a lot of, and fire is the enemy of like water and then all of the, other elements that live with water like tree like wood or whatever they're upset like they don't want to be around the fire element so anyway um yeah it looks really cool the fire animation looks really cool and her abilities and stuff are neat but uh i was real annoyed by the dude character that was supposed to be that was like the love interest he was just like (laughs) he was just so lame (laughs) <laughs> it was the water dude, right? The goofy water. Yeah, bumbling. his name is Wade because, you know, you wade in the water. <laughs> Pixar has really fucking lost it. Well, well, this is the first Pixar movie where, like, parents, there were parents. Like, every every Disney movie, the parents are dead or you watch them die in the very beginning. <laughs> parents were there, babe. They were, they were there the whole time. They were part of the story. But, um... Yeah, the teenage kraken was it was weird looking kind of. I don't know. It was all dumb. I was like, God damn it, these kids' movies. But you thought the story was better. Did the kids enjoy it? Elemental, I hear, is just the problem with it, it's just they cram so much shit into it. Meaning it's like an interracial relationship. Uh so there's culture clashing and then there's mm-hmm. like the differences in class in inner cities, and then there's the expectations that parents put on kids. Like, what the fuck? Pick one. Pick one of these fucking things. It was really the biggest thing was just how are these two people going to manage touching each other and wanting to be close to each other without harming each other. And then. Yeah. You know, also uh, that problem rogue of the X-Men we've explored it before. Rogue can't rogue? T- rogue can't touch her mutant power as she absorbs the other. If it's another mutant, she absorbs their power. If it's just a person, even if it is a mutant, they, she also absorbs their life. Sucks oh. it right out of them, so she has to wear gloves and can't make skin to skin contact. So, oh, well, there you go. It's a nice try. <laughs> well, these kids don't know that story, so <laughs> it was new for them. But yeah, so it was really that. And then the upper class family that was the water family, um, they were rich, but it wasn't, they were really nice and really sweet and like. <laughs> They weren't they they weren't like villainized or vilified or you know they didn't make them shitty people just because they were rich or anything so there wasn't anything like that and then um yeah it was more like her family the fire family were immigrants and so they were real distrustful of outside of their like race or whatever their fire thing but by the end they'd come around right. Oh yeah, it all worked out in the end. Because but no, there wasn't. I know what you're saying. Like those things, those those elements were in there, but it wasn't. 
it wasn't put in there and it was it wasn't confusing because it wasn't all smushed in and like they weren't all having the same equal importance which one did the kids like better the kraken one there you go that's all you need to know yeah didn't have them turning backwards in their chair and no and pete kind of got bored with elemental it's sliding out of the chair yeah We're he got down on the floor and was like <laughs> like chilling down there for a while you know he was just he was moving around Pixar lost the magic touch. <laughs> because it wasn't devastating in the very beginning, like up. It, does, I mean, it doesn't need to be devastating, but they were able to do <laughs> decent films and, and Disney in yeah. general. What's all right? It has to have its, you know, its heyday, you know, and they had the Disney Renaissance with Little Mermaid and uh, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and all of those, you know, and then. And then it kind of faded away. Now it's doing something with Pixar. And now Pixar's kind of, it's like fading. All right. So now we're waiting for the next thing. Well, because Disney owns everything. Oh, my God. Get out of here. You're right. That, that when they start losing money from Pixar and Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. The budgets aren't going to be slashed there. Some. But mm -hmm. they're, they're still going to focus on those. That's their money makers. It's, uh, you know, when they bought 20th Century Fox mm -hmm. and all the other subsidiaries that they own, that's where it's going to be slashed. It's like, eh, fuck it. We're not making as much money. So bye-bye other stuff. Like TCM. Like HBO buying TCM and then slashing their shit to, to hell. Yeah, because they get themselves in this debt. Yeah. We just bought up a bunch of shit because... Oh my God, speaking of debt, I watched the Madoff documentary and it was incredible. Oh yeah? Yeah, it was really well made. And then also, like, I was already... You know, I think I've talked on this show about, like, I should take my money out of 401k and bury it in the yard instead of treasure map for my kid's future. But it made it even more, like, fuck them so hard. Fuck the fucking government. Fuck big banks fuck wall street eat yeah, the rich they're, they're all in on it together oh my god and the fact that like these bajillionaires you know whatever these these rich and powerful people get away with anything that they need to and then the people on the other end can't get away with shit you fuck up on your taxes well fuck you interest and like pay it off or, or you'll go to jail i don't know yeah like and the then, jersey shore guy <sighs> yes poor i mean man. he lied he still he did, but he was also on drugs at the time. And then he got really clean and he's really he really turned his life around and he still had to like pay the piper right. as far as he had to go to jail. I know. And also pay back. But But you're right. Yeah, and it's like, oh, your student loan. Oh, you signed a, a contract at eighteen for, you know, sixteen thousand dollars. And we're gonna hold you to that. And the Meanwhile one, the one thing that bankruptcy won't erase. Right. And then meanwhile, the these people can just get away with so much bullshit these banks i also watched the uh the um gamestop documentary how was that one it was really good too it was again it was like fuck this shit dude like all these people get bailed out that was the uh, that was the whole play with gamestop and then yeah they like stopped bidding AMC, then amc after that Right. Which is why I didn't take my $22,000 of profit because I like the idea of sticking it to the hedge funds. And what the yeah. fuck? There's no way they're ever going to lose. And I knew that somewhere, but like that mattered more. It's like, well, even if there's just a small chance that this somehow yeah. hurts them because it ain't coming from the government, the SEC is a fucking joke because uh, people, when they're done with the SEC, they get jobs with the big investment firms, so they can't right. fuck them over, else they have no future for themselves. And if you're so if upsetting, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they find them a little slap on the, the wrist. Right. Oh, you, you fucked people over and made $33 billion. Well, we're going to fine you $1 million. Absolutely. The big, the, the people, the, the, the gigantic, I forget what they're called, that, um, like the houses that would, in, their people into bernie madoff stuff uh they all got bailed out and they were all fine and then it was the people that were the individuals that invested that got fucked 
like lost millions of dollars that they that their family you know left to them like sold a business and left to them to things, live these things carry the economy the banks or right if, if you cause the public to lose trust same thing with the stock market then it falls apart so it's like oh we gotta we gotta keep that trust intact when the whole housing market mm-hmm. 2008 recession happened if you're going to do handouts because they bailed out the fucking banks after they gave out all those awful mortgages. What you should have done is given the money to the people who took out the mortgages with the stipulation that the money had to be used to pay off your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Then the banks get their fucking money and the people get their house paid for. Then you're bailing everyone out. But instead it's like, Oh, we'll give the money to the banks that created this problem in the first place. Plus you still own your shitty, you owe the money for your shitty mortgage continue to pay that so they can make that money back too. Fuck you. Fuck it all. Fuck you. But that goes back to that episode a few weeks ago. Yeah. Pissed me off. Made me really mad. Yeah, it should. Mm -hmm. Then they're they're doing a a fiction. Well, it's not fiction because it's based on the GameStop thing, but there's a scripted movie coming out, not the documentary. (laughs) It looks pretty good. Really? It seems like it's going to be. No, it that, looks fun. I, I haven't seen anything about it. It just sounds cheesy or something. It looks like fun. after school specially. No, it's uh, okay. It's properly done. All right. I'll watch it. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, like and subscribe, rate and review. Hang out. Watch us. Nope. Don't watch us. Listen to us. Send us to your friends. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Shit.